If I reminded you that you are perfect, would you argue me down or step into your perfection? Welcome to Perfect Tomorrow, where there are no excuses, no expectations, and we explore the world without limitations. I'm Jay Clay, rapper and spiritual teacher, with my co-host Troy Washington, your friendly neighborhood realtor. Let's be real, so let's be perfect. Perfect! So, so shout, shout out. Welcome to Perfect Mode. I want to start out by telling y'all that we look. Did you freeze those? Nah, oh. I didn't freeze. So, so let me let me tell you this, man. I don't know why this is happening, but I can literally hear myself back in my ears over and over again. Like, and it's like talking about a, a, a crazy delay. And yeah. that's part of the reason why it took a second for me to pull us up because I didn't know when the song was ending. You, you still hear it? Yeah, I can hear myself going. Mute. Try to mute your uh, your uh, your laptop and see if that changes things. Yeah, yeah, I can. Nah. Cool. All right. So hopefully, you know, since I, I paused and you know got this thing back going, maybe everything is gonna work itself out. So, mm-hmm. no, it didn't. <laughs> it's coming. But I'm I'm just gonna we're gonna push through, right? Because we said authenticity of a personality. So first off, let me tell y'all that we love y'all. Grateful for the opportunity to be anywhere, sharing our thoughts the way that we see things, and hopefully helping you realize that you are perfect. And the reason why I can unapologetically say that is because I know that you are one of one, numero uno, and cannot be duplicated. And the only reason you will be looking at yourself and saying that you're not perfect is if you're looking at this person over here and saying, I'm not him. But guess what? You are you, and that's all you need. And of course, it's yours truly, Troy Washington, your friendly neighborhood realtor slash broker. And I have my boy, Jay Clay, spiritual rapper and teacher. And we're about to talk about authenticity over personality. What up, bro? What up? Happy Sunday to all the perfect people in perfect people land and perfect land, perfect people land, I guess. Just just another day to be perfect, another day to flex that perfection and just... Yeah, just 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 roll with everything as it comes and realize that it's perfection in that too. So yeah. All right. So I start, I kick things off. You still get the, you still got the echo? Bro, I, I I'm looking at your mouth. <laughs> now it's good. It's cool though, because I'm you know what? We're gonna make this thing do what it do. Okay, because I'll say, I mean, I I'll hold it down while you click. If you could redo your, your audio, maybe. if Okay. Okay. Well, while you're going, getting that much. All right. So the, the, the basis of this, the, the authenticity over personality, uh, Troy and I, we were talking in the after meeting the other day, uh, I mean, uh, last Sunday, and we were talking about just personality. So so one of, one of the main things about what we want to do is sometimes to to do what you want to have what you want to have you have to be 
something you haven't been before or or someone that you're not used to being. And with that beingness, though, the thing that can stop your beingness is your personality. Like meaning you could say, um, I wasn't raised that way. I'm, I'm not like that. My, my personality doesn't allow for me to do that, which it, it actually could. And I, I want to kind of break down that. But now that we got Choi back in a, in a good way. Uh, yeah, go ahead and jump, jump in there. So um, a lot of what you said I didn't hear. But I will say this and just let you know, starting off, my, my thoughts. When I first heard authenticity um, over personality, I was like, well, what does that truly mean? What is authenticity over personality? And then I thought about the times when I was able to express my personality and then I don't feel like I was necessarily being authentic. Um, uh, and, and that was based off being in scenarios that were new to me. That was based off being in uh, um, environments that I didn't feel comfortable in. And I felt like I had to be a specific type of way in order to uh, fit the scene. And then, you know, again, me thinking about it as we're talking about it, it was kind of a kick on my own authenticity, who I am, and not believing that I was enough. But that's kind of where my mind went when I first heard it. And I want to know, you know, what your thoughts are on it. Yeah. So, okay. So now about personality, I've been toying with this idea, kind of got confirmation, but we really have no personality. And I'll explain. So I I already know. (laughs) (laughs) I was thinking about like just all the relationships I I have with people, friendships, you know, just any, any kind of relationship period, just with everybody, people have passed on the street. I realized I'm a different person with every single person I interact with. Like certain people know a certain part of me that others probably would never know and vice versa and, and so many things. And it's like, okay, we, we spend this much on our personality, spend this much time on developing who we are, but that is not at all. Like, like every, every new person we meet is an opportunity to, to see our personality from another perspective. And if you want to take that even further, it's like, okay, if we're seeing our, if every relationship or every interaction allows us to see our personality from another viewpoint, then it's not so much we're our personality, we're the other person as well. Because without that, we couldn't be who we are. So, you know, my mind went a thousand different ways in just just that alone, just the whole thought process of seeing ourselves from somebody else's viewpoint or somebody else's vantage point. But again, it, it... so this is where what you're saying uh, has, you know, credence or is valid to me is because when you first when, when you're interacting with people, you don't know what that person expects you to be anyway. You don't know what they are expecting out of you or how they want you to uh, interact with them. So essentially you create this fictitious thought process and say, whenever I'm around this person, this is the way that I'm going to be because this is the way that they like me or this is the way that they expect me to re- uh, respond and uh funny you know i, I kind of told this story you know in the past where uh, uh, at some point when i was growing up when i was around my friends i was like the rah-rah guy and i had like some pride in that like if it's going down you know i'm about that life right but then somewhere along that pathway i felt like i mean again i felt like that anyway but i felt like that was my staple and then what happened is I made a change. And when I made that change, I also anticipated 
everybody that thought or loved me for what I thought they loved me for was going to disappear or they were going to move out of my life. But then they just kind of was like, okay, well, cool. I like him that way. Well, this is what the, this is the realization that I had anyway. I realized that it didn't necessarily make a difference, which again, kind of validates your point when it comes to um, what we're putting out there. Like you can, you cannot not like yourself, right? You cannot not, you know, accept yourself. And then if you're trying to get a negative response from somebody, meaning you do something with a negative personality sense, you're getting exactly what you asked for anyway. But go ahead, Jay. Yeah, it, it's like, so people give us the opportunity to be who we want to be. And it, it's kind of like certain things come to the surface when we're around certain people. And of course, those things can change. Like they, they can change by our intention. Like, like the story you gave, once you were willing to change and say, I don't want to be that anymore, it made you even question your relationships because those those seem like the relationships that allowed you to be that person. But I mean, and you wondered, like you, you could have easily said, well, I don't want to hang around these people because I don't like myself around these people. But you you gave them that opportunity too, which showed you that, you know, it, it's not it's not even about your actions. It's not it's, it's something deeper and that you can still with all of your current relationships foster a different type of energy being around them uh, and th them being around you. So I, I love specifically the term that you used because I've heard, I've literally heard people say this. I've heard people in relationships say this, where they say, I don't like myself when I'm with you. Or I don't like myself when I'm around you. And um, it, it, again, the, 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 the easy solution is to change that version of yourself that you are when you're around those people like I did to kind of see, you know, how you, you you feel back into a corner, like I can only be this way. Um, having a, a having kids, number one, is the, the you know the, the biggest blessing in the world because they teach you a, a bunch of things, and you can see a lot of this stuff, you know, straight up in the from from the beginning. And so, my five year old specifically, Brody, right? Like, you would think that he doesn't have the mental capacity to be able to change himself amongst the different people who he are, he, he, you know, visits because at the end of the day, he hasn't necessarily lived enough, right? Like a lot of this stuff you learn because once I was around this person, or at least this is what, the, what you believe anyway, I'm able to make adjustments based off of the environment. But him, like he knows when he's at home, he can be a little bit cantankerous or, or, or disruptive in a sense right but when he's at school they love they they swear to god this kid could not do anything in the world that would disrupt anything in life like he's the most amazing kid ever right and again he is the most amazing kid ever but one of the fears that we had was what if he acts the way he acts at home at school where he throws a fit or he he doesn't get his way and he cries but he never does any of that because he's able to shift who he is and how he maneuvers based off different people. So what I've been trying to do, and again, it's a test for myself, is to be able to um, I still got to be his parent, right? You know what I'm saying? I still got to put parameters around, but I also try to do it in such a way where it allows him to not get outside of who I think is his best version of himself anyway. You know what I'm saying? Like when he's at school, there's a, a bit of happiness that I feel like is always going on. So it doesn't allow him to be there. And at home he has rules and stuff that he can't do stuff. So I try to maneuver within it. So that way I can 
hopefully help him realize you don't have to be this if you don't want to here go ahead jay yeah and it's cool too like it's it's a lot of things with that because even he could be using home as a test environment too like okay let me try this here first before i go take it to the public or you know things of that nature i was one of those kids where you know not for real, i was one of those kids that teachers use me as an example be more like gelati and all the kids like you don't know you don't know and it was just but it, it, it was cool it, it was it, it was a, a calibrating because again you could be who you want to be with anyone where people like like, you know, you, you hear the news stories when somebody did something crazy, they're like, oh, I didn't know he was capable of that, or I would never expect it. He wouldn't hurt a fly or something of that nature. And um, even even like in the Bible somewhere, I remember it saying something like, you have to go away from home to be, I don't know, respected or something. Maybe it doesn't say it like that, but but the general idea is, you know, like take, take Jesus. He was performing all these miracles he went home and people were like, what? Little Jesus? He ain't doing no miracles. He needs to cut this grass, you know, like just like things of that nature. But again, we, like we don't realize that the power we have to change our environment by starting with our relationships with one with ourselves, but also realizing that relationships with others are relationships with ourselves because we can see who we can actually be. So like and that and to me, that's the biggest question of it all is like, why? Why is being me so scary? Why is um, being able to test the waters so scary when it's shallow? I mean, again, you know, one of the things that I always talk about it are, is the people that we have in our life are people that we want to be there. Like, I mean, it, it's nobody that's coming around you that you don't want to be around you unless you're in a public place or something, right? But generally, all the people that you associate with are people that you literally unlock the doors that come in, and now they are all a part of your life. Now... The scary part is I allowed them to be here if I just let go. If I just let go 100%, these people that I want to be in my life are not going to be there anymore. And, you know, I like to think about it from the standpoint of even um, from a racial divide. Like, I got different uh, different races that I'm cool with all across the board that I literally deal with on a consistent basis because I coach, right? Like, I got black hispanic white you know asian kids that you know call me coach like i'm you know a dad to them um but the crazy part is the relationships that i've developed with all the parents now i approach all of these people as a coach versus as troy washington like every conversation every interaction every um emotional response that i have every all the feedback has to be geared toward uh, I'm, I'm the coach. And so what I've been doing to kind of break myself out of things like that, again, the authenticity of it is, first of all, I don't want to be a coach 100% of the time every time I'm talking to somebody. Never, right? But I felt like that's my place. So what I've been doing is I've been trying to throw a little bit of me in there so that way, number one, I can re remove that fear and then also allow to test the waters to see what a true response is. Like, don't be afraid of the true response. But again, we, we pitch and hold ourselves and don't allow that to happen. What's, go ahead, Jay. But, but it, it, and I agree 100%, but I want to say in, in addition to that, the coach is the real you, but also whatever you're considering the real you is also the real you. And I think that's the thing that, that we're missing. Now, that, that doesn't mean, like you said, you, you can still cross the stream, so to speak. It doesn't have to be a, a, a straight divide. But then it kind of gets to the question, like, 
who is the real me? Because like these people allowing me to be the coach me, I didn't even know I could be the coach me. I don't even know what coach me does. I don't know how he thinks. And I get to e- explore coach me in that light, it, 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 which then becomes the real me, which is, is reintegrated into everything. But it's it's just interesting how all these dynamics can play to who we think we really are, which is still more than we can even fathom that we really are. So so here's the deal, all right? To your point, right? And you 100% right. And I think that this is where we miss the boat, is when we talk about the authentic version of ourselves, we try to make it sim- simple. We try to make it simplistic, but we are not. Like, we are complex, and or we are limitless, right? You know, in, in, in the grand scheme of things. And I think that's the point that I'm making. Like, I know who I am. At least I feel like I know who I am. And just Coach Troy is not the only version. Now, the problem is the the rest of me that I would love to share, I am reluctant to because, you know, you know, again, these people that I let in, what if they just walk out? What if they don't let me coach their kids no more? You know, what if, you know, I, again, Coach Troy, the, the reason why it's important because Tro- Coach Troy is the real me. And I don't want to lose the kids that I'm coaching. And I do like to give them the feedback and the coaching that I give. But I also like, I, I, I'm also perfect mode. I'm also, you know, every child wins. I'm also, you know, a motivational speaker. I'm, I'm also a real estate broker, right? Uh, but again, with my real estate people, it's funny. Check this out. Yesterday, I was talking to one of my clients. I have a house on the market, right? And, uh, you know, we're, we have some, some things going on. And I, you know, I was like, well, hey, I have an attorney that you can talk to. And she was like, oh, okay, cool. And she's like, well, how do you know the attorney? So this is the key, right? She, she asked me an open-ended question to give a little bit more about me, right? Well, the reason I know this person is because I'm a coach. I coached their kids for a long time. They're real good people. We kind of hang out. So now the real Troy, well, the extra, but that I tried to suppress, started to be in the forefront. And the funniest part was my client, you can just tell, she was like, huh. Like, you know, she was just like, oh, that's pretty cool to know. You know, just good information. And and you you can, if you could be inside of me in that moment, you could feel the sense of weight. Now, it wasn't a true weight. It wasn't like I'm walking around like, oh, I can't be Troy, right? But there also was when she allowed me to allow me to share who I was a little bit more. It was like, oh, okay, cool. Now I feel a little bit more free in this world walking around. Go ahead, Jay. Yeah, it, it's funny because I, I was thinking about all of those times too, just growing up and, and things where <laughs> someone found out something new about me. Uh, like it was almost like a whole nother life. And I, I saw them recalibrate because also <laughs> they have a personality of whatever that entity was that they just now associated with me that they didn't before. And what that means. And it's always funny to witness. Um, but I, too, have witnessed it, too. Like, you know, I'd be around friends or, or family and you see them with other people and they just it's like a switch. They change up. But I don't even know if they know it, but it just happens. And you look at like, huh. But but. You know, I never made a big fuss about it because I realized I do the same thing, too. And I wouldn't want anybody making a fuss about me switching for certain things. But it's, it, again, it's interesting. Like even even when I meet, meet new people that may be in some kind of business setting or something, I always wonder how many times will it take until we break down this this businessy barrier and start being what we would consider more us. 
even though that business itself is ourselves too, that that we that we made up to secure whatever jobs or business that we think we need to get and thinking of who we need to be. So to you know, partially to that point, like the limitation that you put on yourself, and again, it's part of our conversation all the time, is the same thing you have on other people too, right? And and look, I'm guilty of it, bro. There have been plenty of times <laughs> where somebody came to me and was like, so you know I do this, and then I and I've literally thought and probably said out loud a couple of them, you do that? You know what I'm saying? It's like I was holding them to and 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 again, me thinking it back to myself of how it sounds to me like you didn't think I could do that. You know, it, it, it's, 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 it's kind of a trick. And um, funny, again, I know for uh, uh, how I felt when people have said, and it depended on which one it was, like, oh, you do that too? And then they would go on and say, man, you do everything. Like, you're doing, you're doing a lot of stuff. And, and again, it, it, it's just, it's, it's, it's remarkable, again, how the, the authentic self that we have and that we see in other people is so limited. It's like what I see, I see you for 15 minutes a day on social media, on uh, you know, maybe in real life. I might see you out in the streets, but nobody, unless you live with somebody, you don't you're not around them. But with that short span of time, you you're able to to say that you know what, this is all a person is capable of, or this is all that I'm capable of. Go ahead, Jack. Yeah, I love you said that that short span of time. The short span of time of everything, we made so many judgments about everything from a short period of time that has shaped our future relationships. It, it faced the, the way we would be in those relationships around just talking to people based on that little subset that may be an encounter that happened for five minutes. Five minutes out of the 24 hours a day, five minutes out of the, the 24 hours times seven days a week, we made all these assumptions and judgments and then live according to them without even rechecking those judgments. Yo, I'm just laughing at myself, bro, because like, okay, when I, I and, and the crazy part about it is, and it kind of goes to show you where my mind was at the time as well, but just, just growing up, I've met people who have stated that they were millionaires, right? Like personally, right? And the time that I was around those people was this short-lived time that we're speaking about. But I can recall myself going back and talking about these people. Now, mind you, on numerous occasions, right, I met a person or I was around people because of a business function or maybe, you know, they want to do some business with me because of, you know, uh, me being uh, involved with a lot of people. And they told me that they was a millionaire. And then I either went back at that time and not talked to you. I talked to my wife or a friend at the time and was just like, man, I met this person. They're a millionaire. They got this. They do this. They got out. And, and there is a certain level of energy uh, that I had with just a short period of time just from talking to somebody. Then on the, on, on the flip side of that, I've met people that were not necessarily as equipped in their wallets as, you know, this person. And I, if, if the conversation, first of all, the conversation probably wouldn't have even been brought up because now I've, I already devalued the relationship a hundred percent where they're not even worth me talking about. And again, that's in a 15 or short period of time. And it, it, it and again, it's kind of how we're, we're built up. And I know I'm guilty of that. Go ahead, Jay. Yeah, no, it, it, it works both ways. Like you could have even froze up by hearing that somebody is a, is a millionaire, billionaire, like, you know, like, like you might think that you're not worthy to talk to them. 
one of the things that I'm amazed of is like, I might have told you this before, the office of the president of the United States, right? Like the level of respect presidents instantly get. And all they did was win a, a contest, essentially. Now, I'm not saying not to have respect. I'm just saying we should all have that respect for everybody. It shouldn't take a, a title. You know what I'm saying? So, so, more, so people more respect the title than, I guess, the person that assumes that title. But the title is nothing. It's just a construct that we've created in our minds. But again, that applies to so many things. There's so many titles that we associate unconsciously. We don't even realize it, but we associate with something great that, oh, you got to respect them. They did this. You got to respect them. They did that. But no, it should just be you got to respect them just because it shouldn't be a, a reason, you know, but go ahead. No, no, no. It's, it's <laughs> I'm telling you, bro, Mike, my mind is all over the place. Even when we're talking about titles and authenticity and I'm going to take it to the hood, right? Like growing up where I grew up, like you, 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 you know that we're all, you know, either lower income or middle income families, right? Like everybody has the same stuff. Like it, it's, it's 100% that's what it is, right? But then we create titles within that, right? Like you have somebody that can say, oh, he a real one, right? Or or, or they real, like, and, and it creates a whole, like, I, I, I know people that have told stories about people that were not real just because they said that they was real ones, right? And, and, and it just kind of go to show you how you're right, 100%. Like when you put that title on, number one, everybody should get the same respect as a real one. Like the, the the respect that a real one gets is nobody don't want to mess with them. Nobody want to do anything. You know what I mean? But like, we don't think it's it's crazy. Go ahead, Jay. Yeah, I mean, I've heard so many people say <laughs> they won't speak ill of the dead, yet they'll speak all kind of ills of the living. And it's like, what that that makes no sense. Mm. You know, you're living, so why would you speak ill of the type that is of you? But we don't. Again, we don't realize that because we play so many constructs and division that no wonder we can't be on one accord with ourselves because all of, all of our relationships are split because we're split, we're split inside. So it's like, that's why we have that, I don't know, whatever that is, where it's not peaceful relationships all across the board because we we are stepping into the personality of conflict by bringing it up. So let's talk about it now, right? So authenticity over personality, authenticity over personality, right? I personally feel that the majority of us and again I'm 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 guilty of it even though I stress authenticity as much as I possibly can but I think that we most of the time walk around fitting scenarios that we feel like best serve us again we have no clue but we will walk into a, a room of people and be quiet because we feel like it's probably the best thing to do right so my question for you for us to start to i guess dissect this even better like first of all how do you recognize in yourself that you're allowing and i'm not saying don't have a personality you know what i'm saying like if, that's not that's not what i mean but how do you make sure that whenever you're out or you're doing things your personality is a part of your authenticity so that way you can operate fully you it's okay that's a good question and it, and it depends on a number of factors so one like when we think well maybe i'm just speaking to myself when i think of personality 
I think it's a set thing. It's it's who I am. It's it's my core. It's my my personality. Um, yet when I when I start to just check in and see, am I happy in this situation? Am I happy now? Am I happy now? The qualities of that change from day to day, from moment to moment, just based on you know what I find exciting at that period of time. Now my personality tells me I need to stick to this lane only, and. The, like like what you brought up about being a real one. With being a real one, people are who they've always been, not who, just who they are. Like it's, it's kind of based on on your past self. Like the, the reason people like McDonald's is because you get you know exactly what you're gonna get. You get this the same thing that's made <laughs> the same exact way, same recipe doesn't change. But if you go to a, a restaurant that says, "Oh, every day we got something different on the menu," they might not be as successful. And McDonald's, and so like we, we start to value the the uniformity of it and the the, the non changelessness of it. But who we really are is always changing, is always evolving, is always like it's no set thing. So it, it's kind of changing our value system to appreciate who we are now, regardless of who we've been. And so I think that's that's kind of the point. So in recognizing who you are right now because again right right now i'm doing perfect mode right now i know exactly what's making me happy right i know how everything goes but i know that when i when this show is over with i'm about to walk out the door i'm about to go to this gym there's going to be tons of people that i don't know and there's going to be people that i barely know right and then whenever people approach me the depending on who pro approaches me my stature is going to change. If it's somebody that grew up where I grew up and is black, I'm gonna come with that look, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? If it's not, then I'm gonna come with the, you know, the straight up. Um, but nonetheless, I'm going to, I'm going, it's going to elicit an emotion in me either way it goes, right? And it's not that I'm wrong for being, you know, um, pleasurable in a greeting and, and I, I guess doing what might potentially feel what I think might feel comfortable to anybody else. But I think that being able to recognize in that moment that this feels weird to me, regardless, is a thing. Yeah. And I guess um, when it comes to that part, and again, I, I kind of know how I handle it in my own minutes, but I'm, I want to know what your thoughts are is how do I, once I recognize it, what is the next action so that way I can, I can allow my authenticity to burst out? Yeah, so so you kind of said it um, in the beginning of, of letting go because what could happen is, let's say you do recognize it, you're like, okay, I'm not being my authentic self, but then you, you're missing out on the maybe the interactions with others because now you're just in your own head. You're not even listening to what they're saying. You're not even allowing it to be a, a free thing. But if you kind of let it go, it can be how it is. Like um, I remember. So, so one question I've always had, had, and I, I still have this question, and maybe you can answer it, but it's kind of like, how long does it take before people to really get comfortable with each other? I remember in uh, when we used to go to the clubs and promote, I'm on it and, and all our songs and stuff. It was it would seem like that number was three times after you, so I would see a person a third time, like first it's like, hey, you know, second time it's like, oh, what's up? Last, oh, what's up? You just act like it's like you've known them your whole life. You don't know anything about them. But then I, I remember I, I remember in college, right? Um, shout out to, to Jerry. I remember when he first met me, I guess he identified me as somebody who understood in class and that he needed to be friendly. 
to his credit, I don't know how he did. He instantly acted like we were long, like long time friends. I mean, we've been cool ever since. But it, but that amazed me. It's like how did like, how did that just happen? Like I don't know you, but he's acting like he knew me. But it made me feel like I knew him. And 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 I will say to his credit, he was able to just be himself, or at least the the without any restrictions in that moment. But go ahead. So I I so just this is gonna be hopefully a part of this, but hopefully. <laughs> but I, it just it just made me think though. So number one, the first part about that Jay is that, and this is for everybody. Like we never know how many interactions somebody has with us. You only know how many interactions you have with them. And um, the, the reason why I say that is because the, the the funniest part about when I was going out and doing the same thing, I would be with the DJ every week. And so everybody would always just be looking at me. So they started to know who I was before I knew them. So I might have had three interactions, but they third interaction was more like the 10th interaction with me. So they were like, oh, what's up? You know, it's a whole nother thing, right? But the, the next part to that, or I guess that I say that is a uh, shout out to my boy, Bert, man. So we got a, we got a group. It's called Dubs, you know, uh, WWP. And, uh, it, you know, we were a group of guys at a time who were trying to do something different. We just wanted to be our own little group. We weren't in basketball players. We weren't football players. We wanted to have our own little group, guys that's, you know, doing their own thing, right? So Barry comes up to me. I don't even know this. I don't even know Mark at this time. And he comes up to me one day, or he comes up to all of us and be like, hey, I'm a dub. And we was like, well, me specifically, like, no, you're not, dog. Like, you, you, you're not rocking with us like that. And he was like, well, I don't care what y'all say, but this is this is what, what I am. And uh, the reason why I, I bring it up, so number one, that is all authenticity for him. Like, I, I know because he, the one thing, he's never changed. He's always been that. Now, again, I don't think that he was pigeonholed into being a certain way because he literally just came and said, this is who I am. Y'all going to accept me for this. And, and that's kind of how he's operated his whole life. And the, the beautiful part of it is, I was like, no, 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 dog. You, 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 you are not my friend. You're not in my group, and you can't hang around me. And the beautiful part is, he was like, this is who I am. This is what I'm doing, and this is where I'm gonna be. And today, to this point, he is one of my best friends in the world. I mean, he, you know, we call him my, my brother, but he is one of my best friends in the world. And the reason why I pointed out is because his authenticity could not be denied the person who he truly was could not be denied and i think that's the point that i want to make that even when it doesn't necessarily look the way that you feel like it's supposed to look for yourself right you have to allow people the opportunity to get to know that because you never know how far to go he's one of my best friends but go ahead jay so before i respond to that i want to read what angela said shout out to angela she said, your authenticity is who you are at core. Um, oftentimes, people meet our representatives first, regardless of the setting. It's not that you're being fake. Your guard is up. And I think that's OK. And then she said, um, it's not meant for everyone to experience you at your core. So to that, and, and I guess my response to that and to, to you, Troy, similarly is we we have, it's, it's no end to our core. So it, it's no who are we at our core? We don't even know. Like we can't even get to it because it's it, the the relationships are what foster us to see who we are at our core. And without others, 
um, like we we almost couldn't. It, it's kind of like yeah, like that to break up the Bible again. It is not good for man to be alone. And I remember I always wondered why, but it, it's because we we won't know who we are at all without that that contrast. But also, you brought up another story uh, about about Mark that I, I found, which was great. And you said how he said one day y'all gonna call me Bear. And it just and he just he just said he's like y'all not gonna call me this no more y'all gonna call me that it was just it was like that now he's being who he who he is but in that he was saying I'm no longer being who I was which if you look at that it's like that's not the same thing but if you really look at it it's the same thing and that's what I mean like there, there's no real personality so our authenticity is is almost not real either because it, it's just who we are in this moment. No, 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 no. I, I'm, I'm 100. <laughs> I'm 100 with you though, and and it's even funny that you even give me that story back about his name because to me, so so number one, so so two things here, right? I love the fact again when you talk about the core, because to me that goes back to what I was saying in the very beginning. We have such a limited viewpoint on who we are and what we can be, how much we possess. Like, like I des- I decide on my core, and then I, in turn, from that point, operate outside of what I feel like my core is for my whole life. It just, it it, it kind of it goes back to when I was around my friends in the beginning. My core was Troy is the dude that got your back no matter what, and you can call me and rah rah rah. Let's go. It's just it's just what it was, right? And so because I decided that that was my core, I literally functioned that way all the time with 30 to 40 guys. It's just it's just what it was. And I think that was a limiting thought for me, not for them, because we we're going to accept people for what they get. Right? Like and, that, and that's the point that I'm I, I, I'm I, I want to make about Bear. I don't know who he was. I had no clue. And he came and said, guess what? One thing that I am is your friend, period. You don't even get a choice in that mud. And <clears throat> imagine opposition when you're like, the reason why we don't want to change is because we don't want the opposition. We don't want to lose what we feel like we have. We're clinging on to a, an identity and saying that if I change this or if this maneuvers, then I lose everything. Bear is saying that it doesn't matter. None of that stuff matters to me. This is what I want. Right you, now, go back to your point right now. Right now, I'm your friend. Right now, I'm Bear. Deal with it. And guess what? You would think that if you told somebody that, that you're going to lose them. Yeah. Most people would. I feel like I would. There's no way that I can go to my wife right now and be like, this what this mug is. Well, I mean, I might, but I haven't ever done that like that. But <laughs> this what this mug is. Deal with it. You know what I mean? Because now I'm thinking about well, what if she don't deal with it? What if she move around? Like you know, I, he said deal with it, and him dealing with it, he is now one of my best friends in the world. Point. Go ahead, Jay. And and I, and I think like because I'm I'm trying to think like how is this useful information? How can we apply this about you know authenticity over personality? And again, like we all, we always talking about our state of being, who we are, like who we who we want to be, and just being it. And in that sense, I, I think that is how we are to be. We are to proclaim 
who we are or who we want to be for, for the time being. Don't worry about the future. That, that might change in the future. But right now, this is it. Deal with it. So, like, similar to him saying that, he was also firm in it. He was not wavering. Like, even though it was opposition saying, like, nah, this is not happening. <laughs> he was like, no, this is happening. And a lot of people are drawn to that firmness because people don't have it. Like, people will waver at the the, the slightest blow of the wind. And they'll just, they'll fall and be scared. But when, when you when you stay firm in it, you can be who you are. There, there are times um, back in the day. Okay, I remember people used to say that the best rappers alive were, were Biggie and Jay Z. And then I mean I mean Biggie and uh, Tupac. And then Jay Z started saying best rapper alive. And then everybody started saying Jay Z was the best rapper alive. But then Lil Wayne came out Wayne. and said best rapper alive when the best rapper retired. <laughs> and people start saying that. That Lil Wayne was the best rapper ever, and but but in each of those instances, they stayed firm in that. Which it it I don't know if they became that or our perception was just changed by what they proclaimed. And with that, we can proclaim whatever we want as long as we're willing to stand in it, and it will be. It will be nothing that we can do about it, or no anyone can do about it. We can just be it. So the question again is. What do you want to be right now? Not only that, if there is opposition, shouts out to Bear. Can you stand in that like Jay Clay said? Can you say that no matter what, no matter, and, and it's funny that I even think about this because I think about how many people that you lose in your life when it comes to friendships and relationships. But can you say that no matter what, this is my friend regardless of what they say? No matter what, I love this person no matter what they say. Like to me, <clears throat> That's forcing the authenticity because in this moment, I just want to be happy. Well, how bad do you want to be happy? Can somebody come and upset what you have going on? Look, one of the things, so shout out to my wife. My wife is a party planner. And it's a stressful to her situation. And, you know, one of the things about me that I, I proclaim to the world is that I'm a motivator. So that's part of the reason why I get to get all the stuff that I'm getting. She's going to get stressed. It's my job to try to motivate her. Like, guess what? You good. Don't worry about all that. It, you, 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 your stuff, like, uh, I can't be mad at it, but here's the, the point, though, right? I know what part I play in this. I know what my role is. I know the authentic version of myself up here. But when her gets to a certain level, so does mine. And that's not where it's supposed to be because I've already stated and defined who I am. And because of that, that's the only reason I have to deal with her stress. But what will happen is that energy I allow to dictate my emotion. So now I'm, I'm going to be authentic and I'm still going to push through to motivate. But along with it, I'm wearing that energy that she has. And I'm walking around and now I've assumed personality. And that's kind of the part, like, what's wrong with you, nothing? Just tired, just, you know, all of the extra stuff, like stress, you know, all of that extra stuff that shouldn't be there. And that's kind of how we lose, our, I guess, our authenticity as well, because whenever there's opposition, even though it's what we might have asked for, we're not willing to stand our ground. Go ahead, Jay. So here's the funny thing about that, too. Like, once we proclaim who we are, it's, it's like we're welcoming opposition. And, and let me explain. So like with, with Mark, uh, AKA Bear, every time you 
you was like, no, nah, you're not. We're not calling you that. You're not my friend. It gave him <laughs> the ability to be who he said he wants to be. Like the, the same way, um, I, I know it's hard to imagine now, but there was a time when there was no separation between light and darkness. It was just it was just what it was. Somebody said, let there be light. And then both lightness and darkness was created. Um, and, and, and similar, when you when you said you were thinking about who you wanted to, uh, you proclaim to the world, I was like, well, who do I like to proclaim? And that is, I'm, I'm Mr. Positive. You can bring any negativity, any of the darkness of the dark, and I'm going to find a way to make it positive and light. Like I, like, I enjoy doing that. So it's almost like I'm welcoming any negativity. And I know a lot of people don't. They're like, I got to stay away from toxic. And I, I'm like, no, nah, bring it on. I'm going to show you bring that it's it. not toxic. I'm going to show you. But, and, it, and it gives me the platform to be who I want to be. So I say that to say, don't run from the opposition that's presented by you claiming who you are. Because the, op the opposition is only there to show you the difference. Just to show you that, no, nah, you are this. Stay in this. Be this right now. And you will. Nah, I'm I'm 100 with you, and and I love the fact that when the opposite, you said speaking about Bear, my that my friend that made himself be my friend, when the opposition came, it allowed him an opportunity to show that he was truly my friend. <laughs> like that, that's what's funny about that. And again, same thing with my wife. Like when she's going through something. I cannot proclaim to myself because it don't matter about anybody else at this point, right? Like it's the proclamation is what you're hearing. So I cannot proclaim to myself that I'm a motivator when opportunity presents itself to motivate and I don't do. Like that should be that should be automatic. And so using Bear as a vehicle, he said, I'm your friend. And I said, No, you're not. And then the next day he was like, I'm your friend. And, and I was like, No, you're not. And then the next day he was like, I'm your friend. And so what started happening was. I always had somebody there. And you know what I think about a friend? Somebody that's always there. And so it 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 triggered one day that, you know what? This dude is my friend. Because if I had a friend that I could define, I would want somebody that's going to tell me that they're going to be my friend no matter what. I would want somebody that's going to be by my side no matter what. And so it's just, it's, it's, it's funny. So shout out to him, though, my brother. Um, but again, I, I love the thought process of, pushing through in your authenticity of the moment. Go ahead, Jay. Yeah, and right. And it, it, it's so funny because it could work no other way. Like, we couldn't be who we are without someone trying to tell us what we're not or show us what we're not. You know what I mean? Like, like, like that's the only way. And and when you think about it like that way, it, it reverses everything. Like, it, it changes your perception about any haters, about any doubters. Like, it, it's, it's like, yes. Doubt me <laughs> because it's like I, I get to I get to be this like and that's one thing I say I love when like even in a setting like this where we're, we're communicating about stuff like this. I love this because it's the only time I can show people from a different perspective how certain negative things are actually positive things. But if, if, if there is no opposition for that conversation, there's no conversation to be had on that subject. And, and so it's like by proclaiming who you are you create the world where you are the embodiment of that and everything else is not. And, and it, you don't have to, I mean, you can just not proclaim anything. You can just be who you are, but the fun is in like, no, I, I want to be this in this moment right now, which can change later, but in this moment now. So I'm, I'm going to say this. Now I know earlier in the show, 
I kind of talked about how we have that shock factor whenever somebody brings something new to us, which is part of the reason why we're reluctant to share who we are or be, you know, authentic to other people in moments because we're afraid of the reaction. Um, but back to the, sh the shock part, again, that, that's all about having a, a, a limiting mind frame. So the reason why I'm shocked is because, number one, I just didn't know that you could do that. I know what you were capable of. Now, once I got past that shock, that shock, I'm happy. I'm happy to know that there is somebody around me that can do this or has this capability. Even thinking about, you know, my client, when I talked to her yesterday, the weight lifted off my shoulders when she was like, aha, oh, that's pretty cool. Try didn't even know um, you you did that or you, you do that. That's pretty cool. And I, I think that um, for us, well, at least for me, I would me recognizing that once some once I'm able to get over that initial shock, there's a there's joy that comes. There's happiness for me on somebody else showing me who they are. And I guess the message is like when you when you're not afraid to give people a little piece of you, they may be shocked at first. But in a lot of cases, there's going to be joy and happiness that follows because. Now, the, the, we're all here to provide. We're all creators. We're all here to provide who we are to other people. And so now you've given somebody else another tool in their toolbox to potentially use because you've you allowed it to be a, a, a true thing. Go ahead, Jay. Yeah. Yeah, I love that because the, the, the quicker we are who we are, which isn't, but who we want to be in this moment, the quicker we are that, then the quicker everything around us can 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 be according to that. You know, like, for example, let, let's say our, our personality rubs people the wrong way. Um, it's cool because it only rubs those people the wrong way. It's going to attract a new group of people that it doesn't necessarily, but also the rubbing the people the wrong way is a good thing if you allow it because it allows you to be that personality. And then, and this is another thing, taking speculation out the window, like, how do you know you rub somebody the wrong way unless they tell you? You know what I'm saying? That's a whole other thing, right? And uh, yeah. that's where I kind of always feel because personally, I don't think that I'm a person that does anything to purposely hurt people or to rub them the wrong way. Now, because I believe that, I have to believe that other people believe the same thing about me. Like, Troy is not ever going to do anything purposely to hurt me or purposely to rub me the wrong way. But again, yet and still, I would be reluctant to do things, even if I have no intentions to do it to not even allow myself to see how somebody will respond because i've already deemed it a certain way or as if i can't come back from it like i can do something that potentially rubs you the wrong way but you also it also gives you an opportunity to come to me and say hey troy you know i really wasn't feeling that and now you want to talk about the, the greatest opportunity and authenticity now we can talk to each other find out who we truly are and now we can set the stage for it and put ourselves in a better situation anyway. But go ahead, Jay. So quick side note. Like, I, I know I'm the first one that, that said uh, just just now that rub you the wrong way. That You know how I am about etymology and why we say things. I started thinking, why do we say rub you the wrong way? Was somebody getting rubbed? And it's just like, nope, that's the wrong <laughs> way. So now, like, that's a funny saying now in my head just because yeah. that makes no sense. Like, why Why would, like, who who gets rubbed the wrong way? Like, the wrong way. who are you allowing to rub you? But anyway, back back to the... Yeah. Back to the conversation. So I, I guess to kind of recap, 
Um, what, what would you say is the thing of, of, of authenticity of a personality? Like, like, how could you apply this in real time, in, in real space, um, being where you want to be? So, so, so the first thing that I would say is first recognize that we're, we're complex, you know, recognize that you are bigger than any individual thought in any moment. Like that's, that's number one, like, um, but, 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 and I think realizing that allows you to open yourself up. That's the first thing. Number two would be to, once you realize that you are limitless, what do I want to be right now? Right. What's going to make me happy right now? Where can I fully express myself right now? And regardless of opposition, still be there. Right. And I think that those to me, when I think about, you know, front and again, number one, and then number two, I think that you can really resolve the issue uh, when it comes to taking the small steps to push your authenticity over the over the lid. Go ahead, bro. Yeah, it's funny. I actually saw a clip this morning kind of on this subject. Um, Dame Dash, he was talking about like a, a test. And, you know, I don't believe it's necessarily a test, but we're saying the same thing where he said every time you, you do something new, right, and everything's going well, before you get over that hump, there's always like a test. And the way people fail it is they're ready to fight. They fight. He said he's failed many tests before. And I, I can relate. I've failed tests before, too, like because you you you're not ready to stand firm in who you are. You're ready to to be mad at somebody else for not giving you that acknowledgement that you should have gave yourself. Like, again, it, it, to use the same example, if somebody came to me and said, you are not Jelani Clay, you are not Jay Clay, doesn't matter to me because I, I know who I am. You know what I mean? Right. I wouldn't be, I wouldn't want to fight them. But if there is, if there's somebody I'm trying to be, I'm trying to be Jay-Z. And they'd be like, you're not Jay-Z. Then I'm ready to fight because they, they're not, I'm blaming them for me not being me. You know what I mean? And, and so when we don't fight, when we when we just when we stand firm in who we are unapologetically but peacefully, then we life is easy and, and, and life can be ever changing and ever fun because we can always change who we proclaim to be and be in that moment. So and, and, and I, I'm 100 percent with you. And I think that, you know, when you choose your authenticity, I think that it's tied to your ultimate joy in life. You know, I think it's tied to you know, your ultimate happiness as well. And, um, you know, just using myself as the example, again, I, it's not that I'm walking around unhappy because I, I don't, I'm rarely ever unhappy. It's always situational. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, and I, I guess everybody can say that, but um, for the most part, majority of the time, I like to, 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 to be happy. And, um, you know, a lot of that is using my wife as the example. I want to be a motivator. I need somebody to motivate. So whenever she is going through, you know, party woes, that should give me the most energy versus me assume, you know, the energy that she's given because the purpose for her energy was not what she's using it for. The purpose of her energy was to engage me in my life because that's what I, I've said about myself. And I think that just recognizing that is important for everybody. Like, you know, 
um, in your authenticity, what does that mean? And that's the reason why you got to really understand what that is in that moment. Go ahead, Jay. Yeah. So and I know we, we get low on time. So I, I kind of want to say this. Um, last week we talked about questions, asking deeper questions and how like that quest is, is the way to our, our new state way of being, so to speak. And the question that I, I have now, and this is not really to be answered now, because I don't know if it can be, which is part of the quest I want to be on, is is there a, a personality that can be developed that allows for all of this changing, that allows for the let going of the previous personality from moment to moment, only being true to yourself in the particular moment um, and that being your true personality. For example, the sun, man, like I'm, I'm, I'm always looking to the sun for examples. It's light no matter what, that, that light, it might pulsate, it might be a different kind of frequency, but you you know it's gonna be light and you're like, ah, they, they go to the sun again, just being the sun, bringing warmth and, and, and light, but it still changes within that, but it's that, you know what I mean? So, but yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I, I would tell you the the one thing that you and I, we were, it was a book and I don't remember uh, the name of the book at this moment, but it was a question, where am I? When am I? Where am I? When am I? I'm right here and I'm right now. And um, I think that, uh, <clears throat> oh, and, and also shouts out to Game of Thrones. Who am I? I'm nobody. Um, I think that that's important that we kind of revisit that mentality over and over again, because again, we're always living in the future. We're always living in anticipation, which again, is, is, is the thing that stagnates our moods and stops us from being who we truly, truly are. And so I think that, you know, a, a good way to practice it is just to ask myself, you know, where am I? I'm right here. When am I? I'm right now. And and be able to meditate on that to realize, OK, well, since I'm right here and I'm right now, what does that mean for me? What's going to bring me the most happiness? Go ahead, Jay. Hey, I, I just got an answer to that. Like what that means is where am I? I'm, I'm here. And, and, uh, and, and when am I now? Like. That's the only personality that should matter. That's the only thing that matters, man. That's it. So you don't have to have your whole personality for all your whole life and later and before. But yeah. So, but but anyway, I, I, I appreciate everybody that, that rocked with us today. Um, great show. Like, yeah, this is some stuff I'm going to use. Um, if you found this helpful, hit that share button, hit that like button, subscribe, all that. Also, we we, we starting something new. We, um, we have an email list that you can sign up for. The link, we put it in the description, but it's also perfect mode. Dot com, I mean, perfectmodenow.com slash subscribe. And in it, we're going to have a recap of this, like a written recap that we send out every week. Um, it has affirmations to say to kind of stay in this field, meditation prompts, journal prompts, all of that. I tested it out with last week's episode. It, it is powerful. So uh, and I'm looking forward to, to doing this work, too, uh, because it, it just leads us to ourselves. So, so join the newsletter. Join the newsletter, and I just want to tell y'all that we're grateful for y'all because if it wasn't for y'all, we wouldn't be here. We'd definitely be doing something, but we wouldn't be here. But uh, uh, because of our authenticity um, and what we want out of life, you know, we, we're doing what we feel like is uh, important right now. And yeah. so, yeah, you know, check out that uh, email list, and Jay, you can take us out, bro. Yeah, remember, you're a perfect creation made by a perfect creator, so you might as well accept your perfection and enter perfect mode. Cheers! If I reminded you that you are perfect, would you argue me down or step into your perfection? Welcome to Perfect Mode, where there are no excuses, no expectations, and we explore the world without limitations. I'm Jay Clay.
rapper, the spiritual teacher, with my co-host Troy Washington, your friendly neighborhood realtor. Let's be real. So let's be perfect. Perfect.